Veronica Mars Fan Podcast, episode number three. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Veronica Mars Fan Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And this, my friends, is an episode devoted to Season 1, Episode 3, titled Meet John Smith, or Johanna Smith. (laughs) Anyway, my friends. Actually, uh, it was Julia. Was it Julia? Yeah. Okay, Julia Smith. So, Stephanie, what do you think about this episode? What, what? I mean, overall, how would you rate this episode? This time? Yeah. It was boring. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the interesting because, thing... Because, like, I knew the big reveal and, you know... Okay, what was your interesting thing? Well, no, I was just, I was just thinking that out of the three episodes so far, this would be my second favorite, obviously. Okay. So I'd put it in position number two. I was not a fan of the of the pilot. Right. Um, this was better than the pilot. It was. But uh, not as good as episode two. No. So that's where I would put this one. Um, I did not see it coming. Although the funny thing is, is I do think I recall actually seeing you guys watch this episode in the past. You probably have. And, right. And, I th- and when it actually happened, I remember, oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And I didn't even know that that was a part of, you know, that it was Veronica Mars that you were watching. But, uh, yeah, so. But after you watched it, it. It all clicked at the end. To take it. Right. Yeah. So, um, I feel like with this, like, this time watching it with you tonight. Now, I have to say, um, I watched two episodes of season two of Veronica Mars this afternoon with Megan because they air on SoapNet. And so Megan and I were just, you and Matt were uh, playing Call of Duty. Um, Megan is our 13-year-old daughter. Matthew is our 11-year-old son, for those of you who don't. And we also have an 8-year-old daughter, right. McKenna, as well. For those, I, I sometimes I forget that there are people who have never heard of us before. Have never heard of us before. <laughs> right. Um, Where have you guys been? Exactly. Anyway. So you and Matthew were playing Call of Duty. Um, and Megan and I were... Just hanging out, watching some season two of Veronica Mars. And it's funny because <laughs> Troy's in that episode of season two. Also, um, and so we're, it, it was kind of boring tonight to watch this episode because I had some fun season two episodes earlier today. But watching it the first time, I do recall liking it. You know, I, I do. I liked it. Here's what I will say. I did not not like it. Right. All right. Um, it just wasn't as good as the last episode. Now, there are some interesting things I think it's setting up for us. So I have a list of things. We can go through them. I, I wonder how much conversation we'll have out of this episode, but okay. uh, we'll see. Uh, I, I The first thing I made a note of is what a cool swimming pool. Right. Okay. So yeah. they're at Logan or yeah. Duncan. Duncan's house. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, they're at Duncan's house, and it it's a swimming pool that's in the middle of the of the uh, grounds there. But there's unlike most swimming pools, there's not like the concrete surrounding right. or a deck surrounding. It's kind of like it just goes right up to the grass, right? 
which is pretty interesting and unique. And I just thought it was pretty cool. Although the water didn't look as clear as what you would it think. Should, is, right. Exactly. Yeah. So I was like, what's he, is he swimming in a, who in a knows? Fountain who knows? Well, here's the thing. It's also, um, setting up some major parts of Duncan's character in this episode as well. Yeah. We, we learned that, um, since Lily's death, he's uh, been kind of, you know, in a, in a funk and also on antidepressants. Right. Which, uh, you know, kind of just makes him just make it. He, he basically is in survival mode. He uh, is. He, he really. And, and in this episode, we see him, you know, make it. He actually I think he accidentally dropped the first one, the first pill in the episode. Right. I think that was an accident. The second one was a was a conscious was an, decision. Exactly. Yeah. So in this episode, he, he accidentally dropped the pill. And he's like, eh, maybe I'll just give it a shot today. <laughs> and uh, he started to kind of snap out of things a little bit. And after the second one, he, you know, he's starting to, you know. To come back to life. It seems like mm-hmm. it, yeah. And, and so um, that was interesting to see that. But uh, also, he's going a little crazy. Like, he is... Um, Jumping off bleachers and making rash decisions, and well, I wouldn't say that's going. Starts hallucinating. I don't. Obviously, I don't think those are. I would consider that to be he's coming off of medication right. with no. some pretty severe side effects. Yes, I know, and, and that's what but I mean when I crazy. say he's going. They're having crazy side effects yeah. of of quitting cold turkey. Yes. So anyway, um, if I go in order here, I've got uh, there was. Uh, Veronica says, so, Dad, what do you think about Mom being at the hotel with yeah. Jake Kane? Which he did not deny that it was her and mm-hmm. that it would be possible that they would be there together. Uh, he's like, I told you to stop following up on that. And uh, that's pretty much all we had there. Uh, then we cut to a scene where they're, the Kane family is having dinner. Which I, I have to say, I do not like Celeste Kane. That's his mom. That's okay. right. Yeah, um, And I... I don't think you're not supposed to like her. Okay. I didn't see anything in this episode at all that would indicate that I'm not supposed to like her. Well, no, I saw nothing in there that even gives me a hint of that. I don't think that I'm just saying that's, that's how I feel. Like even this early on, you know, you had in the first episode, um, she comes and asks Keith to um, for help, and Veronica's like she doesn't like me. And oh, in okay, see, flashbacks, I forgot about that. See, and in flashbacks, see, it, it's very beneficial to you that I've seen it more than once. Yeah, right? see, I forgot all about and, Celeste uh, King coming to see Keith Mars, and and they showed us a flashback of um, Lily and Veronica, and she said, "Watch out for my mom; she'll run you off as soon as she gets a chance." And oh, yes, yeah, see, I so, forgot about that. So I just I don't like her already. Okay. Like, I already don't like her, but see, she, that's the funny thing. You know, episode number three. It's been a week. I've I've watched. <laughs> you forgot. The, it's like she starts off with a clean slate in this episode, Mm-mm. but now, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, okay, now right. I don't like her. Thanks yeah. a lot, Steph. You're welcome. She totally just, tainted that for me. She, and in this episode, the only thing that the only conclusion that you can draw from her from this episode is that she is an obnoxiously controlling person. Yeah. Obnoxious. All right. So, although so is Jake, because he's standing over Duncan at the pool, saying, "I have this friend, and you can do this, and how about this summer job, and all this." And I love that he just turns up the volume on his iPod and puts his earbud back in. And yeah, yeah, Dad was never here. Yeah. It, well, the thing is, is you know, well, I, I don't, I don't know enough about the dad, Jake Kane, 
to know what's going on in this situation. And I've already shared that I don't believe that he is responsible for Lily's death. Right. Um, so as a dad, you know, he struggles with his son who is dealing with this depression and he really wants his son to make something of his life. And this can't be forever holding him back. And, and, and so he has, he, he, he had, he, he, he wants number one, his son to do something with life, but also number two, I think it could be very much pride and thinking, okay, dude, everybody's thinking, you know, when's your son going to do something with his life? And so it could be a pride issue as well on on the father's part. Okay. All right. So um, it seems that Veronica, who is not coming off of any sort of medications, is having a pretty interesting dream about Duncan. She, it appears that she did. So that's interesting. Uh, The next thing. uh, Okay. So you pointed out the old school iPod, you know, the one with the little click wheel. Yeah. Uh, and one of the things that I found interesting, I remember that I could never get mine to work. I'm so glad they made my smartphone for stupid people Nice, (laughs) because I could never get my old iPhone or iPod to work. The old school video store. Yes. This is interesting. What year did you say this, this show was on originally? This episode would have been like, Oh, four. Okay. I think it's, Mm -hmm. it's hard to believe. I mean, cause obviously the cell phones are so old Mm -hmm. in this and stuff, but Okay, I, I'm thinking, okay, as old as this is, yeah, video, VHS tapes, though? I mean, now they did well, they show... Had DVDs. They had DVDs. Mm-hmm. But there was a lot, and I'm talking a lot of VHS in that store. Maybe there's a lot of old people in Neptune. Okay, maybe. Anyway, I'm just saying. So, uh, we talked about the antidepressants. Uh, Verona asks Troy out. She does. So, she, she makes the... In this episode, she makes the first move after after he's been pursuing having her the dream about Duncan about Duncan, which freaks her out. Yeah, so she's yeah. like, I, "I need to, I need to move on. I need to get flush this mm-hmm. out of my system." And I, I'm going to say that Troy is officially now the rebound guy. Okay, you know that that that's mm-hmm. the way I feel that this is going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is. A situation uh, where Keith is being called to the school by the counselor. Right. And the counselor is concerned about Veronica and she's been late. She's isolated, not making many friends. She's falling asleep in class. And uh, Keith Morris says, you know, I I think I've got this under control as far as I'm concerned. You know, she's she's doing pretty She's had a rough year. I mean, in the last year, her... Boyfriend dumped her, her best friend died, her mom left, her dad lost his job, and she's been completely, um, completely had her back turned on by all of her friends. Right. I would be late and, you know, sleep in class and have an attitude also. Yeah. yeah, I do have an attitude, but anyway. (laughs) Anyway, so we jump back to another scene at the Kane residence at the, at another dinner setting. And now they're talking about life coaching, and Dad's not too thrilled about this. He's not. No, yeah. he. You know, he really... Why don't she get us an astrologist? And <laughs> right, what I'll else do... are we gonna do? I thought that was pretty funny, but anyway. Um, so then we find Justin, and Justin's hanging out with some nerdy, geeky kids, and uh, they're you know sizing up all the the girls in the in the uh, in the schoolyard, I guess, if you yeah. will. And Veronica comes by and he's like, you know, hey, she's pretty hot. She And they talk about the fact that she's a private detective. Mm-hmm. And he comes up with a scheme 
of saying, hey, I want to, you know, I want to hire. Mm-hmm. Well, does he say I want to hire you or will you look into something? This is something um, that I wrote down in my notes. I don't. He doesn't say I want to hire you. And there's no talk of money. And there's no talk. Right. So, so here's the thing. So he's like, hey. I think he says I want to ask you something because he brings it up in the store. Okay. He brings it up yes. when her and Keith are there to rent a movie. And she says, find me at school. Find me at school. Yeah. So anyway, he wants her to help him find. She wa- He wants her to find her his father. Right. John Smith, <laughs> who, by the way, uh, in his mind, fully no, without any thinking of anything else, in his mind, his di- his dad died seven years ago. Right. And so, obviously, this is a ploy for him to get close yeah. to this new private eye, you know, or to the private eye girl, you know. Well, and in one case, he even tells his friend, "I'm hooking up with Veronica Mars." Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah. Okay. So we're uh, working on something. Exactly. So we anyway, I I thought that was pretty interesting. Uh, Wallace is a friend of mine. So we're back at the office. Wallace is there with Veronica. Keith Mars comes in. I love it when she says, suck it, counselor lady. (laughs) Is that what she says? Or take that. She says that. She says, take that high school counselor. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Wallace is a friend of mine. So she she is making friends. Uh, She's made one friend. I would I would argue with that. And a boy I, who has interest in her. No. I, well, I, I would say she's also been making friends with, uh, what's his name, who was not in this episode at all. What's his name? Oh, you're talking about Weevil. Yeah, Weevil yeah. was not in this Weevil episode at all. Weevil wasn't in this episode and I would at say, all. And I would say that he's made friends with her. Okay. Wouldn't you? Or she's made friends with him. Okay. I yeah. would say that that's yeah. accurate. Mm-hmm. So uh, there you go. Um, she asked Wallace, will you do me a favor? His hair sticks up on his neck. Um, <laughs> will you get my permanent file? Uh, did we learn anything at all about interesting from the permanent file? Um, at this point, not at this point it was just, um, that's going to come up next early episode. elementary stuff. It, it was, you wrote your teacher a poem. You were an angel in class, you know, um, nothing. She was a butt kisser. Right. But so nothing really came out of that whole scenario except for the fact that we know that she, he can get personal files, which leads us to Lucas's personal file, which leads Justin. to or Justin's personal file, which leads us to the understanding that dad's dead. Right. So which he said to his friend earlier, the, the friend said, isn't your dad dead? Well, yeah, it's going to take her that much longer to yeah, find but him. This is confirmation. But yeah. It's double confirmation. She's not happy when she finds out either. Yeah, she's not. So my thinking is that this personal file that she still has, that perhaps there's going to be some more in there that we might see later. I don't know. That's my thinking. Um, so let's see here. Uh, can you get my... Okay, no kiss for Troy. So uh, they go out on their date and... Have a good time. Yep. They have a, go- a great time together and... You know, think he's like thinking, "Wow!" After the conversation they've been having, the thing, you know, this is going to be an interesting evening, and uh, doesn't even get a kiss. No, I think that really kind of freaked her out, though. I uh, freaked her out. I think it kind of, uh, you know, he's thinking, "Okay, what's going on here?" Well, and she regretted it straight away. She did. I mean, yeah, it just it it shouldn't have caught her off guard, but it did. Okay, so now you know me. I watch these shows and I know and, you. And I don't pay a lot of attention. 
what's up with the Stanford letter and how did that quote unquote get dad out of the woodworks? What what was what was the bait here? Okay, the bait was that um she found four hundred forty um John Smiths in the area. Yes. So she sent a letter from Stanford saying that Justin had received a scholarship. Mm. Hoping to draw dad out so dad would write back and say, You have the wrong address, which is what happened. Gotcha. Because he then forwarded on to the school. The school. Okay, that makes a lot of sense then. Okay, so for some reason, I just missed that part mm-hmm. of the. I mean, I knew that they were sending letters, but and she explained and, it to Keith. She, she I, said, I what, saw her. I, I actually even watched when they were setting the answering machine. Mm-hmm. She talked about the dedicated line, but I, for some reason, I didn't get the explanation yeah. of this letter and how that was going to draw him. So, so that makes sense now. I'm thankful okay. that, that I cleared that up. Um, Okay, so Duncan calls the girl. Oh, so Duncan. So it in my mind, and I'm sure that this was intentional on the part of the creators of the show. I'm thinking there's another dream of Duncan and Veronica. It really does look that way, doesn't it? And then all of a sudden, uh, Duncan says Veronica, and we find out that that's not Veronica. <laughs> no, that this is actually a real deal. Shelly. And uh, so. Anyway, and then he's laughing. He thinks it's funny, blah, blah, blah. He does, because he's a little bit off his rocker right now. Yeah, but the thing is, is what this is showing me is that um, I think the breaking up, obviously, you know, is the circumstances. Uh, The breaking up. Well, he broke up with her before Lily died. Oh, never mind then. Moving on. Okay. He broke up with her before Lily died. Ruined that one for me. I'm sorry. They they did cover that. Okay. Well, you know me. I'm just not into the details. That's why I have you here. Uh, let's see here. The letter from Justin's dad comes in or, you know, the, uh-huh. with the handwriting and stuff like that. Um, and then, you know, they talk about this whole situation or actually they talk about the situation. She gets upset first. And, uh, one of the things that she says, and this is what gets me. She goes, you owe me $150 in postage for the now, letters, for the letters. Okay. So here's the deal. Was she going to just pay for this to help this kid out? Probably. You know, I, I mean, she wasn't because. Uh, Probably. She was probably just going to write it off as a business expense. Gotcha. Interesting. I mean. I, I mean, I, I think that's pretty cool of her. But, uh, you know, it just is like a, she, yeah. she's funding this whole. I mean, she's right. driving to she's driving 90 miles well, and we're, she's gone we're, twice. <laughs> 90 miles twice. True. Yeah. And well, and she turned around and then made a four hour drive to Arizona also. Yeah. Girls spending some gas money. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, well, she's making some money closing some cases, yeah. too. So I guess she can afford it. Uh, Duncan's fall. You know, he's getting all crazy, like you Duncan's said. Duncan's fall. Duncan's jump. Yes. <laughs> that and, boy jumped. And I think he jumped and fell on purpose. He overshot that just a little bit on purpose because of the kiss. And mm-hmm. he knew that if. He fell and was hurt. Do you see how fast she ran to him? She would come to his aid. Um, You know, there's still (gasps) something. Although he really needs to look into his friends because they all stood at the top of the bleachers laughing. Yeah. So anyway, I think there's definitely some kind of spark uh, between the two of those in, in some way, shape or form. And I'll have to find out why they broke up before this this whole situation. So anyway. Uh, so there was the drive to the hospital, and do you remember before how it used to be? And she's like, "What before this?" I, I, I love her. I love when they go into her little 
uh, mental monologues. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, I do. Well, before we finish up the coverage of this episode, I do want to quick take a quick moment and uh, say thank you to our special sponsor for the Veronica Mars fan podcast, tvtalk.com. If you guys haven't already done so, I encourage you to go over to tvtalk.com. It's the fall TV season. Tons of brand new shows are getting fan podcasts from the TV Talk network. And uh, just imagine this, your favorite television on TV today and then the very next morning, you get about 15 to 20 minute recording of uh, some fans of a TV show giving you a little bit more insight, a recap, or whatever the case may be, helping you basically uncover things. You, you hear in our episodes here how Stephanie helps me you know, kind of put pieces together that I miss all the time. Well, that's what TV Talk does for all your favorite TV shows, and uh, it's just a lot of fun. Of course, you can get the application for your iPhone and Android at tvtalk.com. You can also do a search in iTunes for TV Talk Network in iTunes and or your favorite podcasting application that, that pulls from iTunes, and you'll see the individual shows listed there as well. Uh, one of the things I encourage you to do is check it out. If you like it, uh, make sure that you let us know that you've checked it out. We, we want to hear from you guys and what you think about the TV Talk experience. So uh, if you want to, you can email us, feedback at gspn.tv, and uh, special thanks to tvtalk.com. All right. So uh, the most... Int- well, oh, Go ahead. Uh, um, about the being in the car on the way to the, to the um, doctor again, I love when she just tells him, no, I don't remember the way it was. Yeah. That kind of took him by surprise. Well, and then the, the, at the hospital, the the nurse is like, you know, would you like your girlfriend to stay? And she's like, I'm not I'm his not, girlfriend. Yeah. And he's like, yes, I would. <laughs> you know? Um, then we have another situation where Jake's uh, Jake comes in. Jake uh-huh. King comes in. And, oh, Veronica, it's you again. And how polite he is to her. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's just so interesting. He was very polite to her, you know, at the scene of where the car was pulled over. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's very, you know, courteous and polite to her here. Um, he he did say, okay, I think we've got it under control. You can go now. Right. But uh, but still, you know, thank you, Veronica, he says. And yep. and uh, I think he authentically meant, you know, thank, thank you. you. So He's always, um, so far he's been very kind to her. Yes. Yes. So uh, the next thing I have in my notes here is Keith Mars makes a second visit, not at the request of the counselor. Yeah, I'm not so sure this visit was about Veronica at all. Yeah. You think? I'm pretty sure it had nothing to do with Veronica. This was uh, totally a PI visit so that he could see where she gets her coffee from. (laughs) mm Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. I didn't you know what I didn't even catch that. Oh my goodness. He totally breached over and picked up the cup. He's a private investigator, Cliff. Come on. <laughs> that makes the whole last scene where there's the third of Oh the my t- goodness. You didn't get that? I did not get that. <laughs> Were you awake during this episode? Maybe. <laughs> you crack me up. I don't I don't know how you I don't know how you get any storylines out of any shows we watch. I, I watch them with you. That's how. I guess. So. That's funny. Yeah. Anyway, but uh, obviously this call had nothing to do with Veronica. And. Uh, Although he did ask for help. He did ask for help because. You know? 
Maybe how better to yeah. you know to to start that conversation? Yeah, with but her now than, poor Veronica's gonna have to sit through a talk to with with the counselor with Dad's new girlfriend. Uh huh. Anyway, so let's see here. The doctor does talk to Duncan about hallucinations and stuff like that might happen. Mm-hmm. Of course, that's just to set up this next scene where he does have a hallucination. Lily comes in and is like, dude, it's time to... Hold on. I have to say, I love that it's not just Lily. It's Lily with her head wound and blood running down her forehead. It's like he's seriously hallucinating. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was interesting as well. But she tells him, maybe the story isn't as it seems. Yeah, it, it, it's listen. Th- you know things don't add up. It's the truth is going to come out. Yeah. You need you need to you need to get out of this. You need to wake up, and um, you you think that he's going to wake up, but unfortunately, we see that uh, you know he decides to take the pill the third day, which is sad because then they show him the next day and he's all numb again. Yeah, and it, it yeah. Yep. So you know, obviously, that I think this is going to be an ongoing battle back and forth, and we'll see. Uh, how this all works out. Uh, then we, you know, we learn about John Smith number one and two. Obviously, those aren't the ones. And they have John, green eyes. Yeah, and John Smith number three has glasses on. Well, um, Justin says, you know, hey, can we go and will you take me? And and she says, okay, but I'm in charge. Whatever. I know. <laughs> yeah, that was, the fact that he just took everything upon himself. That did not surprise me right. whatsoever. No. Anyway, so you're thinking, it's like, wait a second, that that's definitely not my dad. Uh, and you're thinking, okay, but everything else is kind of matching up here. What's going on? You know, is this, the, you know, yeah, what's going on here? And then the car pulls up. Right. And dude looks like a lady. <laughs> <laughs> so Because he is. Yes. She is. She is. So, so uh, dad's had work done. And uh, and dad is a woman, which uh, and married to who he thought was John Smith. Yeah. Now, what's interesting here is that it would seem that um, John Smith is aware of this because obviously this all came mm-hmm. out very loud and out front. I mean, and he knew he he, he um, must have known. The husband took his wife into his arms, and you know, um, yep. Consoled her, and so yes, I would say that he knew. And Justin had a reaction that uh, obviously I would expect. I would expect, and uh, you know, Veronica shared something at, at, on mm-hmm. the on the ride back. It's like ninety miles, and he's like, "What's that? The distance that your dad mm-hmm. travels every single week just to see you for a few seconds." Yep, you know, and and of course, uh, Justin. Uh, gets the the movie in warm bodies or is that what it body was? heat body heat and uh, calls warm bodies that's a recent movie honey. that's a recent movie <laughs> but uh, anyway hey it, it, it kind of it kind of I got it I, I got it get mixed up yeah anyway I'm uh, pretty sure they're two totally different kinds of movies yeah I think you're probably right yeah on that so far in the different directions but yes um I did like how this story with Justin played out. I did um, like knowing that his dad wasn't actually dead. It was just his mom's anger at what had happened that, you know, led her to tell him that. And that, I don't know, and that he was able to have that other parental role, whether it 
had some adjustments or not. Yes. Um, I, w- I was glad for that. Yeah. And then, of course, uh, Veronica goes on her own little four-hour journey mm-hmm. to where? Arizona. Arizona. And uh, thinks that she sees her mom. Turns out it's uh, Adriana or whatever. A college friend. College friend. Her mom. And it uh, looks like Veronica missed her mom by just a few weeks. Yeah. And uh, anyway... We don't know very much more than that. Uh, and then she's very upset and she says, I need closure and, and stuff like that. And of course, she's also talking about, I need closure to this whole Duncan Kane thing. You gotta get. And so she's outside the rebound guy's house. Troy. Yes. Troy. There you go. Um, I, I was going to say something. You have 50 seconds. I don't... Um, it was about Leanne. Oh, how she was just um, went with the friend, um, Adriana or whatever her name was. Um, she said, your mother loves you. And she said, put me... Uh, mark me as skeptical. Yes. And I hate that for her. I just think that kids should know without a doubt that their parents love them. And I hate that for her. Like, I really do as yeah. a parent. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, anyway. like I said, you know, this was, I didn't not like this episode. There was some things that moved the story mm-hmm. forward. Not a lot, but a, a few things. And uh, it was okay. It's okay. So I'm, I'm waiting for it to get really good. But uh, anyway, we'll be back again soon with another episode. <laughs>